Well, everyone, as of September 1st, The Conversationalist is one year old. And what a year it's been. Let's take a look back. My name is Nora Eckert, and you're listening to The Conversationalist. website and on the Conversationalist YouTube channel, I did a one-year recap where I covered my favorite quotes from each interview and also showed some of the bloopers where I mess up recording intros and clips for videos, which happens all the time. I'd recommend checking those out for a more holistic recap because in this podcast, I want to do something a little different. I want to talk about what it's been like sticking with this for a year. And I completely recognize that a year is not a long time. I totally get that. And that's an important part of this discussion, is how do you stick with something in an age where if your efforts do not immediately pay off, you feel like a failure? This is something I've been struggling with consistently for the past year. Why is this worth the effort? I have these moments where it's so clear to me. It seems obvious when I get an amazing realization from one of the interviews, or I hear feedback from a listener about how this project has helped them in some way. However, these do not sustain me, sadly. I feel kind of ashamed about that, especially when taking into consideration the advice of one of the people I interviewed, Dr. Edward Risden. He said you should not seek to have an impact because that's expecting something of your audience. If you work from a space of joyfulness, that's self-sustaining. This is a constant negotiation process for me, wondering why I'm doing it, sometimes being embarrassed that I haven't been able to amass a larger audience, wondering if the content is only useful for me or if other people like it, wondering if it needs to be useful for other people or if I just want to do this project for myself. There's a lot of doubt, but that's in one way why I've chosen to stick with it. I think most people have an equivalent of this in their own lives. It's a test of devotion, motivation, intention, tenacity. I'm just throwing out buzzwords here. But whether it's a relationship, a hobby, or a job, I think most of us have these things that we don't maybe see as entirely practical or sometimes appreciated that we choose to stick with because we believe in them and we love them. And even for those times when I work really hard on something and it gets the same amount of attention as something that took me like an hour to make, that's what sustains me, I think. It's this recognition that you do something because you feel it is worthwhile. Okay, so let's talk about this. It's only been a year since this started and I'm acting like it's been some grand lifelong journey. And then I look back and I think that's only that's only a fraction of your time that you spent on this. And not to say that it's not significant. I mean, a lot of hours went into it, but I also think it's a really small commitment to make. And the times when I thought about giving up on it, that's what I remind myself. I think like, how could you only put one year into this if you believe in it so much and if you believe in its potential? And it's difficult if you're myopic, which I can be often in thinking this isn't paying off. I need to be you know, focus on something that is more fruitful. But that's not how like hard work and how results happen. I'm learning because I was very used to immediate gratification previously in my life, whether it was like 
just working diligently on assignment, getting a grade right away, or getting feedback in a job. That kind of stuff is very clear cut in life as a student. However, afterwards, I'm learning now, especially in the like in my life working, that this is how this is how life functions. This is there's a lot of ambiguity. There's not a lot of immediate gratification, and you need to be really intensely self-motivated to be successful. Hey everyone, we're getting pretty cynical last night, so it took a few hours. We're back the next day, right as rain. The main point I wanted to convey with this podcast is there's not enough focus on how much like the daily grind work you have to put in to make anything successful. And I don't know if I would even say the conversationalist is successful, yet this is all part of the series is defining success, and I don't really know what in my mind would make it successful. In a way, making it a year is already successful, but I don't know, I'm not satisfied with that yet. But you think about the amount of hours you have to put into something consistently to build anything notable. And a lot of times, I think that's not going to feel very satisfying on a consistent basis. I feel really great when I put out a video interview and it gets a good response, but in the hours editing and recording and preparing, like that doesn't feel very satisfying. It's the end product. And I think that that's something that we need to acknowledge. I think especially for millennials, we get accused of this, of just trying to do too many things at once and always seeking like immediate gratification from all of our efforts. And I think I fell into that at the beginning and still do with this project is that when I'm spending those hours editing and it feels pretty worthless to me, I have to remember that anyone who is successful, they put in those hours and they don't know if it's going to pay off. That's the point. If it was a guaranteed thing, it would not be difficult to do, to put in the effort. I look back on the past year and I think I literally have the job I have today because of the conversationalist. I have many of the friends that I have today because of it. People I've interviewed, people I've met through, people I've interviewed. How many times can I say people? It's just been an incredible experience, but yet I have consistent doubts about it. And the reason I wanted to make this podcast is because I think one of the biggest things is embracing that that is a part of the process and that is okay. That's not to say you shouldn't try to work intelligently at something and maximize your time. I mean, you shouldn't just be putting hours into something blind that's not been strategically thought out. But it's okay if those hours don't seem worthwhile to you. What's worthwhile is that you're putting them in. I have a really close friend who worked on writing a book. And when he finished that book, I was talking to him about, are you going to get that published? Like, what's your next step? And he was saying, I might in the future, but I'm just really happy that I did that. I mean, I sat down for a couple hours every day and I created that piece and I'll always have that to kind of stand on. And that always strikes me. It's the joy of the process and the idea that you committed to doing something and you followed through with it. In my case, I'm really hoping to expand my audience with this, reach new people and potentially have it develop into something that's sustainable. But I also think about how worthwhile it is simply creating something and staying with that, giving it the respect and consideration and work that it deserves if you believe in it. I have no authority in telling you how to live your life because I don't really know what I'm doing with mine, but I have to say one thing I've learned from this year, if you have something in your life that you are really passionate about and it brings you joy, 
stick with that and just follow through. Even if on a daily basis it seems very tedious, you get burnt out, it might seem that you lose your passion for it, stay with it. Give it, a, give it some time. I think back and this seems like the longest year, but it's only one year. There are so many things that I've learned from this year and enjoy and I'm incredibly happy I've done this and want to continue with it. But I'd say pretty equally, I've been discouraged with it and upset and tired out and burnt out. And that doesn't make the process any less worthwhile. In fact, I think it makes it more worthwhile. Anyway, this has been quite a bit more rambly than previous podcasts have, but I think that there needs to be attention given to like what happens behind the curtain. I feel so pompous because like I I feel like it's making this whole thing sound like a spectacle, which I don't mean it to be, but there's just a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes. And that's true for most jobs and side efforts and creative projects, I think. And focusing on the necessity of that hard work makes it easier for other people who are trying to do the same thing. So that's what I was attempting to do today. Look out for an upcoming podcast that is much more like the previous ones and not me talking in my room alone. Well, they will be me talking in my room alone, but it'll be focused on a conversation. So the next video release on the website will be with Rue Yori, and that'll be next week. Rue participated in American Ninja Warrior. He is an advocate for dog adoption, and he also had a book written about he and his pit bull, Wallace. He also adopted another pit bull named Hector, who is from the Michael Vick case. Rue is an incredible person. We talk about tenacity, talk about hard work and success and fear. A lot of the things that I've been talking about today in this podcast. So the video for that will be out next week on theconversationalistnora.com and on my YouTube channel. And the podcast for that conversation should be out in about two weeks. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you're all doing well. If you've been a part of The Conversationalist in the past year, I thank you so much. And if you're just joining, please stay tuned for what will happen in the next year. Speak to you soon. Oh, my friend is calling me. Perfect timing. Hello. Hey, I, you literally just caught me at the end of recording a podcast. I like looked down. It's still, it's literally still recording. I'm just going to record our conversation.